time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm the ghost of the manservant. Hi, I'm Jessalyn Smith and Alphonse de Belcourt. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this time we've been playing Mysterium. Ooh. <laughs> but as usual, business first. Um, you expressed an interest in that Mount Rushmore game from Strawberry Studios last week. Oh yeah, Mount Rushmore, yes. Uh, it's basically just a matching game. Oh. We have lots of monument cards and then you turn up... You turn over it's like snap I guess so you turn over and have a picture of a monument and the first one to get that monument wins to find it in there oh like, a monument oh, I've got not that. just Mount Rushmore then no oh, monuments from worse. all around the world oh why'd you call it Mount Rushmore well I don't know oh that's boring yeah and again it's kind of you know how we said about rescue animals it's a simple mechanic that could be anything it doesn't have yeah. to be animals it's the same with it why why Mount Rushmore why monuments could be anything could be colours could be shapes could be oh how disappointing I know sorry anyway um, you found the other Narnia games on eBay, didn't you? Oh, yes. Um, but they were mega expensive to ship from the United States. So my question is, how did you how did you get one in England? Do, do you think well, they, they must have been available in England at some point. Yeah. This was like 1985, though, so... Well, yeah, true. It's not like going to be around that. They're probably around... I don't know. Maybe they're just more in America. I don't know. Maybe. Um, so my question is, anyone out there in listener land, do you know these games? Have you got these games? Have you played these games? Find these games. The Lion and, and, the, and White the White Witch. Witch, no wardrobe, and um, the Voyage of the Dawn Treader board games produced by God Publishing, etc. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were wondering why the wardrobe didn't get a look in. Uh, there isn't a different title. It is still called The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe in America. However, in my sort of research, there are some changes in the American edition of the story. Would oh. you like to know what those changes oh, are? So, um, some rabbits in Narnia, in the American book, they have been replaced by snakes. Ooh. Hmm. Do you not have rabbits in America? Do you have more <laughs> snakes? Um, the wolf, you know, the chief of police? Yes. Uh, in England, he's called Morgrim, and in America, he's called Fenris. Oh, there's not that big a change as really. No, and it makes you wonder why. Why? Like, oh, I don't what know. does it's it like matter Harry either Potter, way? It's slightly different. Um, and the other one, they mentioned some location in England it is the firestones of the secret hill okay and in America it's the trunk of the world ash tree again they seem to be arbitrary changes yeah, it's not like strange, oh my god it? secret hill that's really offensive to Americans we must change it <laughs> like <laughs> what <laughs> um, I also found out some more about the the Christian publisher David C. Cook oh right um, so he's actually sounds like a decent bloke oh, to be fair okay. um, so he started his publishing company in 1875 what he did himself? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, so obviously by 1983, he's it's probably not, him, probably not alive. <laughs> right. Um, but, so apparently there was a great Chicago fire in 1871, which made a lot of children homeless and fucked up their lives. And so he started his publishing company to give them cheap and easy educational material for kids that had lost in the fire. Well, he made board games. Well, it just says educational resources. But that does link to the board educational game coming with the whole games. lesson. Oh, okay. plans and stuff so oh, actually David C. Cook bit of a bit of a dude bit of a bit of a hero um, final bit of business for Christmas I sent Cassie and Chris uh, a copy of FTWWTF uh, and they have played it uh, they said it got them very drunk because they were playing with the oh, proper they literally they played it oh, well playing done. with the proper drinking rules wow um, and Chris says he hates the blind card remember there's oh, one where you have yeah. to play your card 
dad's face down. Oh, that's the worst. He said that to him true. that mm, he said that ruined the game for him. But I think it's funny. No, that's, <laughs> it's just a step too far. Oh. Especially when you've got tons of cards. Yeah, but it makes it it's funny. It's comedic having face down cards all over the place. Mm. No? No. Alright then. Well, thanks. Without fun, there can be no function. Anyway, as I said, this time we've been playing Mysterium. It's my turn to read the box. What secrets lie within the haunted Mysterium Manor? In this asymmetric cooperative game, one player adopts the role of the ghost, while the others play as psychics. All players share the same goal, to shed light on the strange circumstances surrounding the ghost's death and lay its spirit to rest. Unable to speak, <laughs> whoops, the ghost can only communicate by sending visions. To reconstruct the events of that fateful evening, the gathered psychics must interpret these ethereal messages correctly. Cooperation and inspired guesswork facilitate their task of unmasking the culprit, but time is short. The team must solve this enduring mystery before the spiritual connection with the ghost is lost. Step in Inside, be seated and let your intuition guide you. It is for uh, ages 10 plus, for two to seven players, and it says it should take 42 minutes. <laughs> That's a very, very specific 42 minutes. Also, incidentally, uh, on the box it says it was the winner of the Ars Door, <laughs> the Ars Door 2016 award in brackets, French Game of the Year. Oh, so, um, there you go. Uh, Trebian, everybody. We oui, absolutely. Uh, so it's basically it's a bit Cluedo, isn't it? You've got uh, someone's been killed, and you need to find out who did it, where they did it, and what weapon they did it with. However, as the ghost, uh, the ghost has to communicate like hints and clues via these very obscure vision cards to help you uh, work out who did it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Good. All non-compliance will be. Now, the first thing that I noticed when I was setting it up is that the rule book, obviously, yes, it has all the setup instructions, but at the beginning, it's got lots of, like, evidence. It's got a letter from the Duke of Warwick, is it? Yeah. Uh, asking the psychics to come and help. It's got lots of newspaper clippings about the original crime, and it's got character profiles on each of the um, psychics that are involved. There you go. Would you get, you were Alphonse and Jessalyn, weren't you? Tell us about Alphonse. as he's Alphonse. Was specialised in numerology and he was French. And Jocelyn specialised in tarot reading and was American. There you go. I mean, Although, this yes. whole book and everything, compared to the actual game, it seems it's really nicely done stuff, mm. but it seems a little bit like of all the games that have like intro and background and character profiles, this doesn't really need it. It's like doing that with Cluedo and being like, Mrs. Peacock is specialised in jewellery and does this and all this kind of stuff. You don't actually need. No, it does immerse you into the, the, top, mis but, yeah, the it's mystery. It's such a simple game. <laughs> yes. All of this seems a little bit too much for it. Now, it's worth saying, with more players Yeah, I think that's probably what it There's one extra is. layer of bits that we didn't oh, use. okay, right. Um, it's these intuition tokens, so you your team of psychics can almost like bet on each other. So if you I don't know, let's say the blue dude said I think it's the chef, then the other psychics would put like a yes or a no of whether they think he's correct. Oh, okay. Uh, so you can like bet on each other 
her, which is a bit backstabby and and uh, shit. But yeah, I think it just kind of serves to immerse you into the storyline, doesn't it? And another thing that kind of helps with that, it's got a suggested soundtrack that you can go onto the website and uh, listen to. I tell you what, I'll do something that we've never done before. I'll play the soundtrack in the background of Mm. when we edit this together. Obviously, I didn't play it while we were recording because that would make editing a title nightmare. But uh, so, yeah, a suggested creepy soundtrack that comes on the game website. Uh, Do you think that would help with the atmosphere? Would that change the gameplay in any way? Um, I suppose so. But I I was just very surprised how simple it was and how quick we played it. Yes. (laughs) Did it take us 42 minutes? No, it took us like 20 minutes maximum. But I guess it would take longer with more players. Yeah, I suppose so. But this whole all the setup, all the design, the cards and everything seems like it's going to be much more complicated than it is. Yes. There's so much set like all this stuff, all these cards and tokens. But it does. It looks looks great. They're lovely, chunky, glossy cards. When it comes down to it, it's like oh. There's like a three (laughs) D clock piece that counts down the turns. Yeah. It is very. Well, it's a younger age group as well. Creepy haunted mansion. Age ten up. Yeah. So it's supposed to be, it's not like an Arkham. No, no, and it's not... But it, it looks like it's an Arkham, but it's not. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> Stylistically, it looks like That's Arkham. the kind of setup we're talking about. Yes. <laughs> Are we having fun yet? Um, so yeah, there you go. Now obviously the main aspect, so there are a certain number of potential suspects, a certain number of potential places and weapons, and as the ghost, I had to communicate with these very vague vision cards that I just, so I draw a random hard of, a random hard, (laughs) a random hand of seven cards, and I have to choose elements of these cards that might lead you to um, to guess who it is, and so what happens at the setup of the game? On my on the inside of my little secret screen, the ghost secret screen, so that you can't see it. I have got a column for each character, and I randomly assign them a suspect, a location, and a weapon. And so I have to pick vision cards that lead each psychic to that combination of cards. Um, but the, they're so vague and obscure, aren't they? They are the weirdest pictures. Yes, they're not. And they're not really in the same design as the rest of the game. And no. What's that? What's that game we played with the weird art? Oh, uh, Onirim. It looks like Onirim. And it's not quite as severe Almost as Onirim. Onirim. It's not as severe as Onirim. But I guess I mean they like, are so weird. I guess. But it. they're supposed to be visions. They're supposed to be like dream yes. sort of images, aren't like they? So weird like communication. Weird stuff. Like a yeah. What even is that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a picture so of like a married couple stepping into a fish's mouth um, and other such items. What's this? This is like a turtle with a whale on it with an elephant on it with like a river valley on it flying through the air yeah. <laughs> oh no someone's holding it up yeah um, and so I guess and that you're supposed to use to be like as a clue for like a hammer well yeah <laughs> that's where the challenge comes from I guess isn't it because like if I say this this army dude he's got a picture of the Scottish flag if, the, if there was a card with the Scottish well, yeah, flag on it so that would be too started, obvious wouldn't it because you've got that and there's like the nun has got a picture of this church and this bible thing and a photo and stuff so when you gave me I didn't realise you had to make it up so when you gave me the cards I thought it had told you no. this is going to be the clue for the nun so I was trying to look on the card No, it was I like a picture to... of like a house I was thinking right that house is going to be in the background or it's going to appear Yeah, but it's so up to you that's what I didn't realise I had to so make some very very you think. spurious yeah. links now there were a few so for example this card has got a teddy bear on it Yeah, and one of the rooms has a, had a teddy I think, bear yeah, if you're lucky on the with bed the cards, yeah you can 
That's the kind of link that I was trying to look for. Yes. So I guess some are more obvious than others, whereas other... But it depends what you think, because you can see that balloon, and you thought it was like weaving or something, and I took it as travel. Yes. Yeah, so... absolutely. And I guess that's where the challenge comes from. Yeah. It is quite a simple game in its concept, but if either one of you is slightly mentally challenged, then this could take this game wow. in an entirely different <laughs> direction, couldn't it? I'm going to apologise. My vision cards utter shit. Oh, gosh. What's that? Uh, some axes, some eyes, and there's some cones. Um, who does that go with? Like a trap door. Who? Oh, gosh. A mouse and some mice fish in a jar. I imagine that's outside. So I don't think it's these two. It's either a weird shed or like a veranda in a weird foresty thing. So I'm going to guess the foresty thing, I imagine. That's a kid's room and that's like a dining room. None of them really add up to these weapons. Is that a sweet or a mushroom? Uh, as a ghost, I'm not allowed to tell you. I'm not allowed to talk to you. Both, Both right. Yeah. Can you wait, wait, explain your thinking? <laughs> uh, this one, I don't know what it is. A beetle and a thing. I, I was imagining like a kitchen and a kitchen home stool with sewing or whatever. Yeah. I chose that because it had plates that, and I thought you'd is, sit down to eat and there's that a chair. Is fishing and fishing is more, I don't know, hammering <laughs> than, uh, than anything else. I don't know. I chose that that one because of the wooden bridge and I thought you'd need to hammer yeah, the nails I thinking, well, together. I fitted more. Okay. There is your vision. It's your final vision Great. from the ghost. Oh my gosh. A boat, a balloon and a gate with a bear. My other point, so you have to do them in order, don't you? You have to guess your suspect first, and once you've correctly guessed your suspect, then you go yep. to the location, and then you go to the thing. But you could just process of elimination, get there Quite. just by guessing, couldn't you? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's a lot of guesswork in this. Yeah, if Absolutely. you were given a total duff um, vision card... You could just guess whatever. You'd have to guess. Yeah. And uh, so it is possible, even though you only have you only have seven turns to guess each yeah, which combination. Means, yeah, so if you run out of And luck. we did it... Well, you did it in four yeah four turns so yes that's all right now that sort of identifying with the visions is the first part of the game and if all the psychics successfully guess their combos you move on to the second part of the game which is like kind of deciding which combo is the correct mm. one um and again that's done by these vision cards so i had to choose three vision cards that would lead you to the correct uh combination however you know like in cluedo where right at the beginning the, the murderer, the weapon, and the place are put in, a, in an envelope. So yeah. you know that that's, that's there, them. Yeah. They've been decided. This, I got to choose. So obviously, your Jessalyn Smith, she had her suspect location and weapon, and Alphonse had his. And I just got to pick, right, which one am I going to pretend that it was? And so I guess my question is, was, it's a criticism, not of the gameplay or anything, but of the storyline, of just why? If I'm the ghost and it happened to me, why? Why have I given each character a separate suspect, a separate room, and a separate weapon? Like, what is the point of that? Am I just a really shit ghost? Or is it saying that some of you, because you are psychics, that you're unreliable and that you're getting it wrong? Like, I just don't understand. Mm. I, I understand that it has to be to make the game work, but from a, log log a logistical... I know from a logical storyline. No, I like think you're why? <laughs> Surely, if I'm the ghost of the person that died, I know whether I was in the bedroom or whether I was out in the garden. Surely. <laughs> 
Yeah, but you're telling the psychics what happened because nobody knows. Yes, but it's a so, mystery. But so why am I telling each psychic a different story? Is my question. Oh well, but that's where you overthink it too much. That's yes. The game. Okay, fair enough. Don't <laughs> <laughs> think about it. No, sorry. But at its heart, yes, it's you've got these random picture clues that the psychics have to sort of uh, pick up, pick apart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now in the rule book again, along with the soundtrack, there's a few other suggestions. So they recommend that the ghost isn't allowed to talk. And well, yeah, so, I think that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, they suggest maybe, you know, uh, doing two knocks for yes and one knock for no of whether they're correct or not. Uh, Patrick suggested, because uh, he, he gave me this for Christmas, using the Ouija board to spell out... Oh, my gosh, no way. <laughs> no. Ah, come on, that'd be funny. I'm not, no, <laughs> thanks for that suggestion. Um, yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> there are plenty of ways that you could proper jazz Yeah, you make up. it like a horror. And it's surprising it is for, like, ten years plus, all this yeah, but actually, occultness. But it's not... It's like, it's, no worse. it's like Ghost Castle, I suppose. It's no worse than Cluedo. You're still dealing... In fact, the weapons... Are le- I mean, one of the murder weapons was a stool. What was the other one? A hammer. Okay, yes, that. <laughs> Dumbbells. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's sort of Cluedo-ish. It doesn't stand up to that much comparison. Well, no. Apart from the three items and the murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically, all element... Every element of Cluedo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every single element of Cluedo is represented here. <laughs> So blue's wrong. Okay, shall we frag? Yeah, sure. Okay, fun. Um, I'm going to say five. It was fun. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm trying to guess stuff. Cool. I'm going to go four, just because I think as the ghost, I think the ghost gets a slightly less interesting part to play than the psychics. I mean, there was that element of, so I had my hand of seven vision cards, and I was like, oh my god, how can I link this to any of it? But I think it'd be more fun for you to get the vision card and be think, fuck me, what's this yeah, supposed okay. to be, I kind of that. thing. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Replayability. Oh, well, I could say five again, because it's going to be different every single time. Time. And also, depending who plays, it's up to them how yes. different it is, isn't it? I will also go for five. And Definitely. I think there are... So we were only playing with four And with more suspects. people as well, yeah. It'll be it'll be a longer game and more complicated and against the clock and stuff if there's loads of people playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just seeing. So there are... Oh, here you go. 18 of each. So there's 18 suspects, 18 weapons, yeah, 18. Loads. And even if we had the exact exact same suspects and rooms and weapons but you might pick different vision cards and have to tie them to or you might have the same vision cards but have to tie them to different people different places so yeah the combinations are pretty endless aren't they mm. and you're right even if you had the same conversation com- <laughs> even if you had the same combination different people would interpret the pictures in different ways so yeah definitely lots of replayability there aesthetic yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, the pictures are good. Well, yeah, and it's the pictures are dreamlike. Dreamlike ones are suitably dreamlike, and the design. Yeah, it's really well designed. Like over designed even. For yes, it is, and like we were saying, this the whole three D clock and all these yeah, pieces. Yeah. It's an experience. It's a lot more aesthetically involved than the gameplay mm. itself yeah, that's is, what isn't I mean, it? Yeah. Uh, what number are you thinking? Oh, well, five. Yeah, five. Five also. Uh, and gameplay. So simple. Yes. Well, I was waiting for this really complicated thing, and it was just like guess this card. Yes. <laughs> that was literally all I had to do. Basically, yeah. Was what just guess a card. Boils every time. down to is just. So- <laughs> 
card guessing. Uh, I might say four, just I might bring it down because of that. Actually. Yeah, I'm going to go four just because of the... I know you said I was overthinking, but I still can't get my head... I mean, the game mechanic flows smooth, but the justification for doing what the ghost does I'm like why why do you do that um so there you go that gives us quite a high score I think 18.5 which ties it with rescue animals for the highest frag we've got it's unusual isn't it because usually the ones that I frag highly you don't or the other way around we're very rarely in agreement are we so there we we go Mysterium is it a win or a lose oh well it's a win isn't it okay because of like, i can't rate it like and then say it's not can i no i suppose <laughs> not that makes it 37 20 to the game wow, absolutely no you're not catching, catching what do you mean catching past. up <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're in the lead catching up. well uh, well so there's only been 20 games i've hated yeah out of 57 that's not bad is that it? is not you bad <laughs> well, there you go. Right. Well, I've been Phil. I've been Mark. And remember, non-relinquim in Arca Aperculo. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Bye, Bye. Ludophiles. Now is the time when we stop. Good night. Good night.